This week, the obvious question is, how much should I worry? I'm Mike Tribesetto, and each week, one of the hosts, Joe Bertalek, Bob Meyer, myself, asks a question that may seem to have an obvious answer on the surface, but once we get into it, there's more underneath. And we invite you to help us find some answers through comments on our site, obviousquestion.wordpress.com, or on our Facebook page for The Obvious Question. And hey, if you're digging the show, please share it. After all, we're all in this together trying to find answers to this stuff. Or give it a review on iTunes or wherever you get in the show. That would be really cool. So this week, Joe wonders about worry. To some degree, everybody worries. Some people worry constantly and need medication to help them find some peace. But is there some amount that is useful? Should we try to rid ourselves of worry altogether? Or does it help us accomplish things in our lives? Or maybe it just gets in the way. So this this past uh, week, I was at the doctor's office, and I was you know talking to one of the uh, the nurses there, and she she said it's been one of those days, and I said one of those days. What do you mean? And she said, well, it seems like everybody that comes in here it happened to be a a, a, a clinic situation for um, skin cancer, and she said that um, everybody that comes in either they go to one extreme or the other, either they deny they have a problem. They wonder why they're here. They're pissed at me for being here. They're pissed at the doctor for being here. Somebody sent them or they're on the opposite end and they say, oh, my God, I'm going to die. You know, and they have no there's nothing in between. She said, it seems like they're they're at these two extremes where they're so concerned about something or they're so not concerned that they're getting angry at me. And and what I'm telling them, trying to tell them is just relax. We'll find out some tests and things like that. We'll understand what's going on. So I, I talked to her for a little bit about it and I thought. You know, it, it, it hit me that that there are things I worry about in my life and I'm finding that I'm worrying less and less about things. And I think that's probably a factor of um, of getting older and I hope wiser. But I think it's more that I'm kind of I'm seeing that things don't play out quite the way I worry about them playing out. They, they tend to be pretty good. But I started wondering for myself is how much should I worry? Is there like is there or should I worry at all? Should I be fat, dumb and happy? You know, just let life go by and and try to you know do the best I can with what what happens or should I be looking a little bit out there and saying what if and and to what degree should it be a little bit of worry is it too much worry too much you know in the sense that I should put like a cap on it at some point and say um, anything beyond two days is, is enough or anything bigger than this you know or this dollar amount or this potential for uh, injury or, or whatever I don't know how to frame it quite right but I know in my heart, I believe that that worry is a useless thing and that I wish I could get to the point where I actually lived it in a way that I could say it's really not that valuable to, to worry. But I can worry a little bit because that gets me in a safe place or in a safer place. What do you guys think about that? Well, I, I would fire back quickly that uh, uh, I think worry feels terrible. So therefore, I'll do anything I can to not experience it. And as you guys know, and I'm sure I mentioned on the podcast, I've read this book called The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. I don't know. Uh, dozens of times. I, I bet I bet dozens of times. You know, I uh, I, I read it like a, like a daily uh, affirmation, you know, like a half a page or something every single day. I just kind of leaf through it. And they all kind of deliver the same. If you, have, if you read that book, it's, you know. It's the same message over and over again, just told a little bit differently, just like his other book, 
uh, New Earth, same thing. It's like the same message, just told a little bit differently all the time. And yet I find every single page of that sucker super helpful to me because it all has to do with just this very thing. You know, are you spending your time thinking about something happened in the, that happened in the past that's ruining your current moment or kind of to your question this week, Joe, are you spending your time thinking about something in the future that has not come to pass yet and you're just projecting something that you may or may not be able to control and letting it make you feel crappy now, <laughs> you know, and if you are, stop doing that. Stop doing it. If there's something you can do about it, do it, right? Worry doesn't get you anything. doesn't buy you anything. I, I, I like how he quotes in, in the book, uh, a line from the Bible, I, I, from one of the Gospels, the, li the lilies of the field, consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, they don't toil or spin. And, and I, I think that's a real, a, a real appropriate way to think of it. If I think of my dogs, they don't toil or spin. You know, if I think of uh, uh, when I'm clear in my heart and mind, I don't, I'm not toiling, I'm not spinning. You know, there is no worry there. Uh, if I have something really pressing to do, I'm not worried about it. I'm doing it. You know, I worry seems to me to be like a, a just a terrible uh, vestige of the bad way humans handle stress and fear. Right. Like we fight or flight. We get this thing in our stomach. We feel terrible about it. But there's nothing to fight nor flight. We just have the feeling. Right. So in my life, I do everything I can to get rid of that. Wow. I'm so worried just answering this question. Uh, <laughs> I, it's funny because I, I put worry in the category of, of other things like, like fear and courage and love that they're hard to define, but they exist in our life. But I don't know that you can say, well, I don't want that. I don't want love in my life right now. And I don't want, I don't want fear. I don't want to be fearful. I, I think for me personally, like this vision of who I want to be, I want to. I think most of us would love to go through our lives without worry, right? About projection of what just happened. Did I do the right thing there? Um, this is going to happen tomorrow. Like I have a lot of good stuff in my life, um, but I'm still I still worry about it, and and I have to analyze like why am I worried? I think it's that it's that unknown. And I think if I go deeper into the unknown, I've got to personalize it for me. Like, why is Bob worried? For instance, uh, like right after this podcast later today, I've got um, somebody asked me to be part of a press conference for the news. Um, so I've got that in the back of my mind and I know what I'm going to say and I've got it uh, written down and I need to print it out. But my printer is not working today because uh, who knows why it's not working, but I think it's working, not working because the universe is telling me, Bob, you don't need prepared notes for this press release that you're worried about. You just need to be Bob. You just need to say what's in your heart and it's going to be good. So, but I'm still focused right now, even during this podcast about this printer. Why is it not working? Do I not have the right drivers because I'm using a Mac? I don't know what's going on, but I'm worried about it, guys. <laughs> but why am I worried? Yeah. I'm going to do a good job. I think it's that something's going to happen to me, like the me, the Bob, the ego, that somebody's going to laugh or something bad's going to happen. So how do I remove that? How do I just go into that and not worry? I have a hard time with that. I wish there was a worry vacuum that could suck out the worry, and then I would just be this pocket of peace, like I can just walk around and be peaceful. 
Yeah. And so I'm wondering from Mike's comments and yours too, Bob, is what is what is the thing that the word that you do that is the effective way to live in the present and yet pay attention to the future? So that in other words, uh, here's an example. My son, one of my sons called me last night and he said, I, I got this leak in the ceiling of my kitchen. Uh, and I think it's coming from the bathroom above. And I said, uh, well, that's great. I said, and you've also got that leak in your shed where your roof is you know, deteriorating quickly. He goes, I, I can't worry about that right now. I can't think about that. And then he said, and the reason I called you really wasn't for either of those is that my refrigerator in the regard, garage isn't working. He said it happens to uh, you know, have, have just stopped and it's plugged into one of those uh, ground fault uh, systems, you know, plugs. And I said, well, you probably have another area where it's tripped or whatever. And went through it and, it, you know, he resolved it very quickly, you know, with that knowledge. But then he said to me, so what do you think that th about the thing about the drip in the kitchen? And and he ended by saying, well, I can't worry about it anyway. Now I've got to get back to what I'm doing. And so I have this image of me worrying for him. And I'm talking about it right now, worrying for him. And as yeah. long as someone else worries for me, I'm good. You know, but I, what happens, Mike, what's the trigger, Bob? Maybe you know this. What is the trigger that that you need to have that makes it so you don't have your roof collapse on you mm -hmm. a week from now because you didn't worry about it? You know, what's the thing that you would say? Yeah, I wonder if the worry, though, is what propels us forward, that, you know, maybe the, the worries implanted us, at least for me, it spurs me into action. Because even if it's something, like I said, that's not painful or it's not bad, it's just a thing to do, like to clean the garage or, or fix, you know, something on the house that's been broken for a while. After you get it done, I don't know, mentally, I think I can cross it off the list. I feel a little bit better. I don't have this pain anymore in my shoulder because... That pain is just anxiety. It's like I just don't feel right. I've got too many things on my plate. But I understand the the worry thing. Like even though he's saying I can't worry about that, he the fact that he brought it up, he is worried. I can't think about that right now. Well, you are thinking about it. You didn't control that. You're not. Can we cause other people to worry about things they didn't think about? I don't think so. Mm. Yeah. I I've heard I've heard others say before you know, that worry is like a helpful thing, you know, like wor worry gives me, a, you know, makes me go tackle, you know, problems or something like that. And I don't, I don't like that. It doesn't, it, again, back to my very first thing, it doesn't feel good. So why would I invite that? It's the thing that causes heart disease for, for Pete's sake, you know, like, so why would I invite that? What's wrong with just pure ambition, you know, just wanting to do something and being excited about it that I can get behind. But worry is about something that you're fearful of happening that hasn't yet happened. Like, right? Like, like all of the water leakage problems, they're, they're things he can fix. And he's right. Worrying about him isn't going to do a damn thing. Like, worry doesn't turn a wrench, mm -hmm. you know? Like, action turns the wrench. So find the time and turn a wrench. Well, you right? just, when you just said that, Mike, it just dawned on me that we use this word worry, but is worry the same as thinking, right? Like, that is there really no worry? It's just, I'm thinking about... I need to fix my bike because it's got a flat tire. You know, is that worry or is that thinking? And I've got this list. And again, it goes back to what you're saying. I'm, I'm not in that present, like, let, let's just go forth with, with my day and what I need to do, but not think about things. I, I would react to say that, I don't know, how does it feel? Like, if it feels crappy, then it's probably worry, and I would say that's no good. Yeah. If it feels exciting and, and like, full of life and yeah. makes your heart pitter-pat and, and <laughs> birds sound great and the sun shines, then it feels good. Let, then go with that one. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, if it's not that, then 
be conscious of it and, and drop it like a hot coal. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so I like what you guys are saying because now it puts a perspective on it. So let's take an example of right right behind your head, Mike. Uh, I can see that your your ceiling is leaking, and you know about it. I mean, you you've seen it. You know what's going on, but you've made the conscious decision to say, "I can't get the plumber in until Monday. Why should I worry about it between now and then? And he's going to come and fix it on Monday. Or I'm going to fix it myself, or get my dad to fix it, or whatever like that." And so, it's not it's not a worry on my mind. It's a conscious awareness to do something to take an action and you're done with it and you put it kind of in that bin in your mind where it says problem not resolved but no point in worrying mm. the problem is resolved for the future somewhere and so i shouldn't worry about it which is the distinction i'm looking for is how how do you get things done in the future without worrying about them what's that in between step that allows you to not worry and i, I think you've, you've got something with the idea of action you, you do something to, and maybe it's not today. Maybe it's a week out or two weeks out, but you know it's going to happen. And now you take that off your list of, of worry, if you think of it that way. Yep. Yeah, kind of like, Bob, what you're saying, too, with your printer. You know, at some point, you blame it on the universe, whatever, you know, kind of getting you out there. I think I think there's some, some, there's some truth to that. I was say truth on my part, too, is that it probably is a little prodding to say, go and do your thing. You, you're good at this. And then how do you go? How do you then say, I'm good with that? Mm-hmm. And the printer doesn't work. I'm good. Now move forward. Go do your interview and be good with it. And the energy, the energy, the excitement, the feels right. I, I think I've been there and I know when, when it feels right, it's right. I mean, I'm with Mike on that one. It's like everything changes for me. I can step into the world now. Yeah, at the risk of, and I'm, I'm certainly no psychotherapist, at risk of psychoanalyzing our poor buddy Bob. But I think, I feel like we heard the, we heard the whole thing right, right there. He's worried about the printer, but he's not really worried about the printer. That's not what he's really thinking of. He's thinking about this thing he's going to do and how is how is he going to look? How is he going to feel? How is it going to go for him? Like that's the thing that his his energy is is about, and he's kind of just shifting it over to the printer, right? Mm-hmm. And and it's almost like a perfect example of so yeah, boy, talk about emotional, you know, toxicity. <laughs> you know, like you don't need to think about printer at all because that's not even the the you know the real thing that you're worried about unless you're like really sure no i really want my notes i really want to print them up and in which case i i think you would say mike bob or uh mike joe i i want to do the podcast but i can't i got to fix the printer because i really need these notes for this thing and i'm it's going to be great i feel great about it mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i'm no expert in this field the worry because i i i i feel like i worry more than most people and and I don't know what most people worry about and and maybe this is a listener thing that you know does this resonate with everybody that is there somebody out there that's like you know I just I just go about my life I don't ever worry about anything because I'm one of those people where if I've got something on my plate I want it done immediately I don't procrastinate so like if I was in you know let's just say I was in a fender bender and the car was you know was in an accident I want to get that fixed and off my plate as quickly as possible so I don't have to worry about it that's just mentally how I think about some of these things I know it's probably darn wrong but I I can't help it it's like it's on my list of things to do and it kind of consumes me I've got to be able to do in an Eckhart Tolle kind of way let it go and and just go about my day but I I I need medication to do that. I can't. <laughs> <Yeah>, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. We're we're just about at the end of the uh, of our time, so I would offer as my own little, you know, final thought because I've sounded so confident this whole episode and so blah blah, you know, 
lest anybody think I, I, I worry all the time, you know, like, I mean, <laughs> constantly every day, you know, I worry about something, but I would, but I feel like I, the path is, is right. You know, being conscious of it, reading my Eckhart Tolle every day, meditating, all of those things that bring consciousness or bring an awareness into my own stupid thinking, my own roommate that lives in my head and talks crappy about everything I do, right? And telling that guy to shut up, I think goes a far way into mm-hmm. eliminating worry and, and actually being productive and, and feeling good because worry doesn't feel good. Yeah, it's all the power of now and what you said earlier. I mean, you started it off that way, and that's probably the best advice to anybody, even to myself, is that, you know, staying in that present moment and trying to put, you know, some parameters around this is the past, this is the future, let's just stay right here in the now, because in the now, there are no problems. There are no printer problems. There are no worries. But you got to be able to, to focus and stay in that in that moment. Yeah. And as I'm listening to you guys, I think you're right on. And, and I, I was wondering for myself, do, do little kids worry? You know, when do you start to worry? Do you worry at a very young age or, you know, at what do you worry about if you're going to be fed, if your mom and dad are going to be around? I think once you realize, once you have the awareness to to life and how things function and stuff, and given the culture of, of the, the community that you live in, I think worry is, is built into that. There's, a, there's a, an amount of worry that's built into that. But I'd like to think that there's a place where we started, we all started, where as little children, we didn't have those worries because, well, everybody else was taking care of us. The things that we we needed, our needs were being met. And so we had very little to worry about. It'd be nice to get back to that, to get back to that place, as you're describing, Mike, where you, your head is clear and you live in the moment and you live you know, for, for that moment without the, the future worry or the past you know, worry on what, what you might have done. It'd be a, a really cool place to be.